0: Yeah. One in the hair, one in the back, bubbly hey. Look at the cash, look at the cash coming in yeah. Come get your man, little nigga bugging me hey. Just need the bag, quit out that jaw-checking yeah. Don't need even- to- Bedding in the bubble Woo, woo! Feels good to be back in the booth With all you bubblers The bubble's about to burst we're heading to the NBA Finals. Heat versus Lakers. Mano y mano. Will the King get his fourth ring? Fifth? Fourth? Fourth. Jeez, that's not a very impressive, is it? Hmm. Well, we will find out. I'll give you the laydown of the finals matchup. What the Heat need to do to win. What the Lakers need to do to stay the favorite. And what's gonna happen through the series i got one particularly easy easy market because the bookies they do not think this is going to be a long series but i'm here to tell you otherwise stay tuned for all this and more on betting in the bubble now sorry for all that stalling i um actually wrote some notes last night after doing some uni so because i didn't really want to miss anything wanted to have some structure so listen up crumb bums when you're sitting at the water cooler at work tomorrow, or uh, schmoko, and you want to sound a bit knowledgeable, at 10.15 smoko slash morning tea little lunch before the game, you can say to your colleague who has uh, lost 48 same-game multis this year, yeah, well, I really just think Bear Adebayo is the X Factor for the whole series. You Something like that. You take one of these tips, you run with it. Okay? All right, just writing some notes. You can hear me type. Here we go. I'm gonna lay you down first. I'll start with the Lakers. Start with the favorite, who probably will win in six. Why? Because they have the two best players in the entire series. That's right, bad news. LeBron James and Anthony Davis are better than any player on the Miami Heat. But, basketball is a team sport. And if the Lakers want to win the game, they need production from a third player. We all thought at the start of the season it was going to be Kyle Kuzma in this situation and other situations throughout the year. He really ain't the guy. Almost the third best player, you could say, Alex Caruso on the most consistent basis or Rajon Rondo each role player has their weaknesses so it's critical for the Lakers that yeah they're they're gonna get 30s 30s no AD's not gonna get 10 rebounds but LeBron's gonna get 30 10 and 10 all series so is AD it's about how hard you make them work for that and can the squids beat you you gotta make the squids beat you and Lakers, they got a lot of squids and not many octopi. Which, the plural for octopi is actually octopuses. Um, strangely enough, it's not like cacti. So octopi is actually wrong, I think. I think I had an argument about this one time. So, Lakers, in each game that they win, they're going to need a third player to step up to some degree or, some, or many role players to do better than usual. But on a given night, if they all just perform at their average, that's not going to be enough. With Davis and LeBron playing exceptional, that's 60 points on the board. Let's say 70 on a really good night. The Heat have the most efficient half-court offense in the league. They have a zone defense that's going to make the Lakers work. I'll get more into the zone later. That's not going to be enough points. You need your sneaky 10 from Rondo. You need 10 from Caruso off deflections, steals, fast breaks. Hits 1-3. You need Markeith or Kuzma to come in and hit their shots. KCP and Danny Green need to fucking not shoot 12%. Danny Green has had the worst run I've ever seen. And I've always watched Danny Green. And I've always said, geez, I've never seen him make a three. And then you look on Basketball Reference. I don't know if he's paying them or something. You look on Basketball Reference and he shoots 40% from the three-point line. You just go, hold on a minute. So anyway, he could... I trust Danny Green because I'm a Spurs expat. And he's got pedigree. Okay, so watch out for Danny Green. The referees. Bit of a dampener. On the previous series. Yes, the Lakers were always gonna win. We said that from the start. It's a bit disappointing that in two games, Jokic particular, maxed out at th- under 30 minutes in the first game of the series and the elimination game because of foul trouble. Yes, he committed some fouls, but the best player Doesn't need to be getting off-ball calls when rummaging Dwight Howard comes in and just tries to fucking... All he tries to do is get in a contact situation with Jokic on every single possession. Because it really ruined the series. The Lakers were already better than that team. They're already better than the Heat. You don't need to send off a compilation, which is something they did. A compilation of LeBron not getting foul calls... To the referees, or the NBA, or whoever they fucking sent it to. And then the next game, AD and LeBron shoot 50 free throws. What sort of shit is that? I don't see Michael Jordan doing that! Make a compilation of you missing missing layups so you can get to the line and shoot your 60% free throw routine, you bum ass. Shaking my head. Okay, Heat. In the Celtic series, heavily reliant on a 2 3, oh, like a 1 2 2 zone, 3 2 zone, I don't know what you call it. More of a 1 2 2, I'd say. Why is a zone good? Well, you can have lesser defenders guard an area and they're more effective. You don't get taken one on one, beat to the hoop. You get to keep Bam at the rim, who is an excellent rim protector and your best rebounder. This is crucial in this series because you want Bam meaning. You, you have your lengthy wings up the top of this 1-2-2. Two, two. You channel them into bam. And it should just be overwhelming for someone like LeBron. Who is most scary when he's going downhill. Now this zone can really be pulled apart by an interior catch. By a skillful player. And in this instance that's Anthony Davis. Another problem with this zone is that you're so far under the rim that the Lakers' huge lineup is really going to gobble up a lot of rebounds, because Bam's so far under the rim, you have to do the world's biggest box out, which will probably get you a foul in this series, uh, to get a rebound. The foul calls is the biggest factor that's going to affect every single game. Any game that Bam has foul trouble, let's say he has two in the first quarter, you don't sub out until you get the third necessarily. But that's going to change the way he plays. He's not going to be able to contest shots the same, which leads to easy layups for people who can't really shoot, like Caruso, things like that. The Lakers are not a very good three-point shooting team. Once you weaken the armor of the bigs, then they've got nothing. Another problem is the huge impact that that person plays for this team Much like Jokic, Bam does a lot of playmaking. In one of the games this series, you'll see him get eight, nine assists. And he finishes. And what we saw in the last series was in the games that Jokic has foul trouble, he's not there to playmake. But he's also, Plumlee is just missing these bunny layups at the rim. He's fucking up wide open dunks. He's passing out shots under the rim because he's just not that dude. He's not meant to be in that spot And that's not the reason they got here. Bam hasn't had foul trouble in any of the Celtics games prior. So if he has foul trouble in this series, it will be really, really disappointing. Okay. The pace of the game favours both the teams. Normally, and what LeBron has done in the past as an old man, smartest player on the court, he slowed the game right down against the Warriors and other better teams and just played possession by possession. Trust his... Accurate passing, his smart decision making, limit the turnover count, slow down the other team. And that's how he was able to beat the Warriors in 2017 or whenever he beat them. Slow the pace right down, turn it, in, keep it in the hundreds instead of letting it be up in the 120s. The problem with this, Miami have the best half-court offense in the NBA prior to the bubble and in the bubble. Half-court offense is so crucial in the playoffs, particularly when you're closing games. And we saw why the Heat are so much better than the Celtics in the elimination game. Celtics in it all game, they're up 10, they're fucking fighting, blah, blah, blah. Then the Heat lock in the, lock in the, the grinds. All of a sudden, the Celtics are just forced to shoot three after three. You know how you know that the Heat's defense is good? Marcus Smart shot 22 shots in an elimination game. I've been saying it all series long. The game one, I don't know if they lost game one or game two. I can't remember. But the game he scored 26 points. People are counting out the heat. No. Marcus Smart making making those shots is just fool's gold. And that dries up quickly. And the same thing can be said about the Lakers. If they steal a game where Caruso hits four threes, that's not going to be there the next game. And it might be the game you steal, you don't go to him, you're not forced to go to him for the rest of the series. But if they just keep sticking to that little fool's gold, it will really, really play a number on them. So the pace is interesting. LeBron, the way he controls pace, the way he did in the Nuggets series, really stuffed up. Because Murray thrives in chaos. He's a an anarchy demon, he buddy. Oh, the ball's rolling off. He picks it off the ground. He does a spin 360 layup. The next possession, they get a steal. He does a pull-up three. He's a psycho. Apart from the Jokic Murray pick and roll, they don't have that great a half-court offense. Oh, and yeah, Jokic wasn't on the court half the time because he had foul trouble. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Now we'll go to the Heat. What did the Heat need to do to win this series? I think they can do it. Their resume. They stopped Giannis Antetokounmpo from getting good inside shots. Every time he was going to the rim, he was met by a million players. Now, Giannis doesn't have the court vision or the willingness to pass that LeBron has. He doesn't have the three-point shooting that LeBron has. So, giving LeBron those open threes, meeting him at the rim, sending multiple players to LeBron is not going to be as effective because he's going to find the open shooters. The only problem for the Lakers in this instance is their shooters aren't that good, and if they want to punish the D... The zone D, they're going to have a huge lineup on. So really, that KCP role, all those... That role, whatever that is, the shooter on the court, is going to become so crucial. Uh, Iguodala. Holy shit. That is such a bonus for the Heat, that he could hit that three in the elimination game. That's a bit of fool's gold, too, because we don't know if he's going to consistently hit that. Proven playoff performer, yeah, but hitting five threes, that's insane. If he can do that in the Lakers series that gives the Heat a serious chance because you've just found another wing defender who's going to give you offensive production. He can uh, defend LeBron. Look, he's getting on. No one is as beast as LeBron. Iggy barely slowed him down at the best of times. But it's someone that's better than Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson out there. And if he's hitting that three, you really can't fault him. That's going to give you huge plus-minus. Alright, Jimmy Butler needs to match LeBron's intensity, swagger, all those things. He's got to be the biggest swinging dick in the room, and he can't back down at any point. He needs to have so much attitude and so much edge. He needs to play like he's versing and treat them like he's versing the Timberwolves with the third stringers on his team. That's the sort of swagger he needs to have, because someone has to go out there and not be afraid of the opposition. I'm in the finals. Guess what? I don't give a shit. That is so crucial. Bam is the most talented and probably the most influ- or impactful player for the Heat. But Jimmy has the ultimate influence. Him. And I also think Goran don't give no shit. Dragic. He's going to go in and give you your 16 points. Some games more, some games less. But he's going to be there. He ain't afraid of no one. And I'm excited to see what his uh, penetration can do to the Lakers. Kelly Olynyk. Quick one. Might sub in to break AD's arm or ankle or something. He's a dirty little fucker. He did it to Kevin Love. He can do it again. He's a real no-hoper out there, so he could really take someone out. Coach Spo. <clears throat> Should be running rings around Frank Vogel. Coach Spo, looking like the hottest coach in the league. Has experience playing against LeBron, as does Pat Riley. There's a bit of a rivalry there. I'm not going to give you the narrative because, frankly, I don't give a shit. I don't think it's much of a story. LeBron got what he wanted out of that relationship. They got what they wanted. Moving on, they're both in a better position now. But Coach Spo is definitely a plus for the Heat. So this is important things for the Heat. How much can Bam minimize the impact of AD and LeBron around the rim? AD's probably going to get 30 because he's got to take the shots. But can you make it a inefficient 30? And also, AD's unwillingness to rebound lately really doesn't give the Lakers much lineup flexibility. He's fucking... What, the last three games he pulled down like fourth quarter, he's got two boards. What the hell is that all about? <clears throat> now, elephant in the room. He got a lot of little pin dicks going into the finals. They got two white boys who were pretty young. And they're pretty crucial, including Tala who exclusively won a game for the Heat that they probably shouldn't have won. I don't expect young little pups like that to show up in the NBA Finals. Particularly not in a regular, if they're at the Staples Center and the crowd was roaring and drawing at them. You wouldn't think they could meet that moment. But guess what? We're in the bubble. We're surrounded by TV screens. It ain't shit. They've played in AAU games their whole life in this exact situation. In fact, the crowds are bigger. You don't have Deuce there on his iPad playing Angry Birds or some shit. <clears throat> so something that would normally really would be a deterrent for the Heat would be you might see a minimization of these players. Might not be a factor. I'm saying that Hero and Robinson are here to stay. It's going to be... We're going to find out if it's going to be a long series right in the first quarter with the type of swagger that the Heat come out with. They've got to jump them. They've got to be aggressive. They've got to be the bullies. <clears throat> and I'll just finish with Dwight Howard. Sorry about my throat. I just had a few whistles in that, so I'm just coughing it up. That's why I'm cutting this pod. Dwight Howard yelled at the Joker, Batman's going to put you in jail. Shittest trash talk I've ever heard. I'm taking the Heat. I took him at $6.50 odds to win the series in a head-to-head matchup. That's crazy value. I chucked 100 bucks on them like, in the Celtics round, I think, maybe a bit before. I think they can do it. The referees are a huge factor. We know what LeBron and AD are going to do. If the Heat play to their potential, they're going to be right in it. It's not going to be a sweep. That's for fucking sure. <coughs> oh, my throat. What a terrible end for this poor people listening to this. Series betting. This is a lock. This is the ultimate lock. LeBron assists for the series. This is a market on sports bet. It's 50.5. Now, he's going to get about 10 a game. We all know that. They're expecting this to be a five-game series. That's why it's at 50. So, in a six-game series... If he gets 8 a game, that's already 48, which I think 6 games will be the minimum length this series. That's already 6-8 48. Then he just needs a couple games where he gets more than 8 assists. That is going to happen. This is LeBron James. He's going to be facing a zone. He's going to be getting men at the rim. He's got to find players. He's going to have big men to lob it to. <coughs> my poor throat. This is the biggest lock I've ever seen in my life, and the only thing they think making this not a lock is that it's going to finish in 5 games. But guess what? The heat are here to stay, bitch. So that's, a free, that's free money. If you have $10,000 saved for something special, put it on this. That's 7.9 grand coming at you. Buy me a little juice box. Take the heat. <clears throat> I don't know what's necessarily going to happen in game one because that will be a real feel-out game, but I'm taking the heat tomorrow. Bit of fun. Enjoy the pod. And uh, be good to your mother. Cheers. Message me um, tomorrow. Any thoughts? Thank you.